0: spike and we're off sons of the hunt podcast season two episode 11 we're with the one wish foundation
1: tonight this is a good one man i've been yeah. uh, looking forward to see having these guys up here for a minute now so uh we finally got uh, got ourselves lined up on the yep. schedule and uh so it's great to have you guys up here uh we have eric pelko and jared is I, sorry, renninger. renninger right renninger renninger i apologize i was no i should have asked you that before we hit record it's <laughs> one of the things i was thinking about and uh but thank you guys again for, for coming up and hanging out with us. Uh, like I said, Mark and I have been waiting on this one for a minute now. I, we've been uh, pretty excited to get you guys up here. Uh, I came, came into it with these guys, uh, Garrett, Eric's son. We used to work together a little bit and he kind of enlightened me on you know the whole one wish ordeal. And uh, so I started looking at it and it just really struck me as a cool organization. And I was uh, able to get down to your event uh, just a couple of months ago. Uh, you have your annual uh, banquet. Is it banquet? Would you, would you call it that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Operation One Wish.
1: Operation One Wish, and I was extremely impressed. Extremely impressed by not only the people that number number of people, but the quality people that were there. Mm. So I talked to a lot of really cool people down there, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is legitimate." So it's pretty cool. So, um, I kind of know a little bit about you guys, so I'm cheating, uh, but I, you gotta give us a little insight as to how you kind of came across this whole One Wish thing, and uh, you know what started it for you
2: we're in uh, year eight um we started this back a long time ago this is what it feels like at this point but it's been mm-hmm. a heck of a ride um i saw a television show called extreme makeover home edition mm-hmm. and i looked at it and there's a family called the tees family that had a two-week camp for terminally ill kids and before i really wasn't very emotional. I never kind of kept it under the cuff a little bit, uh, but that TV show tore me apart. And what they did is they came in and they actually redid the camp um, right. for, for the Tease family and redid their home and so forth. So after that episode, I went back to my wife and I was like, we're in the middle of four major children's hospitals. We got Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Hershey Medical Center, lehigh valley Mm -hmm. and danville yeah they all have children's wings and i was like we need to do something um here and i don't want a two-week camp because i'm not the type of person that's going to say to a child who might have to go in for a procedure and can't make camp that year to say Mm -hmm. oh you got to wait till next year because unfortunately we don't know when you know how much time these kids have yeah so i want to have eventually to have a 365 day camp uh, where we can hand a set of keys to a family the entire time no matter what time it is it's more about family to us for them to reconnect Uh, a lot of the families that we deal with uh, with cancer and so forth it's it's a horrible fact but you know you're you're looking at over 70 percent of those families ending up in divorce Man. Um, because the, the families tore apart, so the the home life becomes more of a a struggle. Okay, because father's probably out working one two jobs to help pay for the bills. Mom's taking care of the child, and then you have the other siblings that actually are affected as well. Um, so to me, it's one of those things where, if I can hand a set of keys and take everything away from them and say, "Hey, reconnect as a family." That's what's important to us. right? So it took me a while. I mean, I, Eric knows I have a room down in my basement. And I have these big sticky notes that are like four foot by four foot. And I spent five years down there trying to figure out how am I going to get to that level. Um, and in 2011, I woke my wife up at about 1.30 in the morning and said, I got it. I was like, I think we're going to start a foundation called the One Wish Foundation. And that will allow us to take one or two kids on a trip of a lifetime. And we'll do some other things along that way. But it'll allow us to do some fundraisers. And eventually, as we continue doing the fundraisers, we'll get to the point where we'll be able to, to actually purchase that property. Uh, that's kind of where we went. And now we're year eight. And we're we're looking for a 1000 acre plus piece property mainly so that we can put a sanctuary in it we can put eight eight to nine log cabins on it um, and be able to hand that set of keys to the family 365 days a year so when we're, we're we're getting there it's yeah. just a long t- it's a long process well it's
1: not an easy task by any means i can imagine trying to organize all that and then you know the the financial side of it's you know that's that's no small task either yeah but that's it's that's an interesting perspective uh the, to focus on the family because you know that the kid's sick there's no question but the, the the health of the family uh can i can see how that could be a huge factor uh, mm. no question
3: but how did you get in, into this whole deal there eric well, it was, what, it was seven and a half years ago, he, we were out, and uh, he, he dropped me off at the house, and he said, I want to I pitch an idea to you, and I think it was about an hour and 20 minutes, I didn't say a word, you know, whatever was in his head for five years came out, and he's like, I want you to be, you know, Jared's an outdoorsman, he's got two healthy kids, same with me, same with, you know, everybody that kind of got involved with One Wish, you know, we're very fortunate, and... Uh, you know, he's like, I want you to be a part of it. How can he? How can he say no to that? Right, and, right. You know, it's it was uh, it was a no brainer. You know, and Jared doesn't do anything small. He goes big. So you either get on board or get out of the way. So you know, how can I say no to that? It was, uh, you know, I had no idea what what was going on in his mind or in yeah. his head. But uh, when I went downstairs and I saw the Think Room or whatever he wants to call it, it was. I was like, wow, yeah, okay, let's roll. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's something to see
1: now. Like I said, I was down to the Operation One Wish and that was really neat. Uh, you've got hundreds of volunteers involved with you guys. How many committees do you have involved with One Wish? I mean, there's several different committees you have that you're overseeing. I mean, We,
2: we do have some committees. It, it's very difficult to um, put enough people together to get a commitment to actually run the committees. So right now, I mean, we, we kind of had the committees aligned. And we're still kind of everybody's chipping in yet. Yeah, Because we're not to like, that point.
1: <clears throat> when you when you get big enough to where you need a couple of committees, that's a pretty impressive feat yeah, on its yeah, own. Yeah. So, so you guys do a little bit with military as well, right? You guys do the kids and you do some work with military veterans as well, right?
2: Yeah, we started um, we started the process with, you know, kids with life altering medical and social conditions. Um, we had an opportunity to have a property for a short period of time, but I had started the, the process of using uh, the property for not only the kids, but also for our wounded veterans. Unfortunately, that fell through because of a lot of politics. Okay. And it was one of those things that once I start something, I can't stop. So the veter- the veterans, I'm not a veteran myself, but I, you know, I, I support them 100%. Uh, it's very close to my heart because I have a few friends that have been in, in that situation, and I couldn't couldn't say okay, well, we'll stop until we get the ranch. <clears throat> so we actually t- created two programs now. One of the programs is called Operation Bird Dog, and the first November of every year, we I think we did what 330 pheasants mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, we had 33 wounded vets, Uh or wartime veterans that came out and it's an interesting process because you know, we put about 10 birds out for each each of them a lot of them really never pheasant hunt before um, but you, we brought them from different VAs So I tell I told my staff the first year I said just just watch what's going on and it's amazing because you'll see one or two guys in these little clicks because they're from different VAs. And by the end of the day, we had a group of them together telling their stories, exchanging their phone numbers. Uh, A lot of these guys deal with PTSD. Um, 22 every day is something everybody's heard, but believe it or not, that's a 2014 uh, number. It's actually worse. And all we're doing is giving them the opportunity to have our family, okay, which. All the kids and their families and all the vets, I consider it a family. Yeah. So it's an extended part of our family, and it's nice to see them actually get together. They're able to you know, have another brother or sister that's been through it because we can't relate to that. So I bring those staff in, and that's part of it. The second program is Operation Go Fish. Uh, which was just a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, so I, Kim and I were going to try and make it down for that one, but we had some, uh, some other engagement. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this is always the case. It's always the <laughs> case. We
2: put about 550 trout ranging from 16 inches to 28 in a the pond. And, uh, there
1: there's some big fish in that mess, man. I saw a couple of those little kids holding the fish up, boy.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's amazing because, you know, if you would have told me eight years ago that I'd have a problem finding applicants, I would have said you're crazy because of all the children's hospitals around us. We've just recently hooked up with the Lehigh Valley Pediatric Cancer Foundation, who are, you know, this year alone was a shocking um, piece of information they gave me that 40 new kids have cancer in their system. Oh. So at that point in time, I was like, invite them all. Yeah. Are you sure you can handle it? We can ha- we'll we'll it figure it out. We'll make it yeah. work. Uh, I think we had probably, what, 80 to 100 people there? Yeah. And like i said it's not only just the child that's sick it's the siblings you know they're going through it just as much and they're probably kind of left alone a little bit because mom and dad are busy with other things yeah and that's important for us to get them out and enjoy the same opportunities that their brother or their sister has right yeah we're just
0: i'm still kind of just at a, a a loss for words i mean such it's such an incredible venture that you've set out on here and You could tell that you just have the the right mindset for it i mean nothing happens overnight and you said you've been at this since before 2011 technically right Mm -hmm. so i mean just something so inherently good is just so Mm. refreshing to see especially in this industry right now Mm. just a amazing thing
1: it can be a slippery slope for sure yeah and i mean mark and i have talked at ad nauseum about how getting out in the outdoors can sometimes reset you oh, a little yeah. bit you get a rough go you're having a rough day rough week what have you you get out you sit in a tree and a lot of that kind of goes away you know sometimes you get back in the car you head home and it pops back in but while you're out there i mean you're, you're it's a load off yeah, you know what yeah. i mean you have other things to focus on your other senses kind of take over and so it's, there's no question that being on the outdoors, whether it's fishing or, you know, when you got a 28-inch trout tugging on the end of your line, yeah. there's not a whole <laughs> lot else you're thinking about.
3: You know yeah, right? so. it's, it's amazing to see the transition, too. You know, I, I don't get to help a whole lot with the fishing. I'm, I'm dedicated to the cleaning station, so I've got about an hour that I can help. But, you know, to meet a little girl four years old, you know, doesn't want to look at me. You know, she's very shy, doesn't want to tell me her name, and her mom's telling me her name. And within two minutes, you know, she's got, she never probably never fished before. She had two brothers there, you know, her dad. So the whole families we're, were getting everybody involved. And in two minutes, she's got an 18 inch trout, and she's high fiving me, and yeah. she's hugging, yeah. and she's running over to her brothers to show off, you know, just for that couple minutes, you know, the, the transformation where they can, you know, forget. You know, I mean, that little girl's gone through more than what I've gone through in in 48 years, and she's, that poor girl's four years old, you know, but you you never would have noticed something like that, you know, and she's, you know, just ripping fish after fish after fish, and like I said, she she had a twin brother, so they're going back and forth to the, on the pond comparing numbers. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the dad's trying to fish a little bit. Yeah. Now he's starting to do math because all of a sudden he's got 25 <laughs> trout on a stringer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so there goes, you know, 100 pounds of trout up to the cleaning station, which is yeah, where yeah. I spent once I started that, then I'm pretty much there the rest of the day.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah. He, he's good at it. Yeah. yeah. I and then I just wanted get to get let you know he's yeah. he's also my secretary. Yeah. <laughs> I had to I had to say that. He's <laughs> he's my secretary. I wish I nice. could have picked a little Nicer looking one, but well, and, I'll, I, I'll deal with this. You Can't even you say like, for like you know?
0: executive associate <laughs> I can't I remind can't him every year when I
3: want administrative <laughs> assistant. Administrative day, assistant, never a frozen Reese's peanut butter cup. Not no, even nothing that? Nah, oh, man, it's a tough business, man. Yeah. It's a tough business,
1: but yeah, yeah, it's it's neat. You know, the outdoors can really break down walls uh, and open up conversations and stuff like that. And on top of you know the 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 benefits it has when just getting outside and and getting out of your head for a little bit you know
0: completely underrated tool that you know i just feels like half way more than half of of the community is just missing out on Mm -hmm. you know and the fact that you guys are using that just to to harness that and break down those walls that's
2: what's what's really incredible is that most of the kids that we cater to never have done anything in the outdoors and i've been in it all my life yeah. So to okay. me, there's something healing about the the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me to sit in my tree stand and people ask, "Well, how can you sit there all day? What do you think about?" I tell them, "I think about nothing." Exactly. exactly. What, what's, the, what's there's that in nothing here. What's that oh, yeah. I see? You know, uh, and then to be like able that. to take that and and allow some of these kids to experience that is incredible. Yeah. Just to see the smile on their face, or or shake the hand of a vet that says, "Thank you," and I owe them more thank you than, than they owe me. All I'm doing is providing a couple pheasants for them, uh, to go after. So it's it's incredible, and and the folks that help us out, and I think they're they're the, the group that we have really understand that we're we're making a difference, and that's what's important. And a lot of people look at it and say, well, what are you guys making off this? We don't make a penny. It's in my bylaws that every single cent goes to supporting our mission. Yeah. Um, you have the naysayers out there; that sure. everybody thinks that you're doing it for some other reason. I'm doing it because you know what? I do have two healthy kids. I got the all-American family, right? I got a son and a daughter, a beautiful wife that supports me. They all support me. We're fortunate, indeed. You know, and some of the kids that we've taken. And we've lost. They're my kids too, so I, it's hard to be able to explain that. You got to see one Jay got to, at our event with yeah. Jocelyn. Yeah, yeah, that was that was um, a
1: tough one, man. That was a tough one. To, it was to, one of those things,
2: things where my my wife was going, and talking to her on Facetime four times, five times a week. Yeah, and uh, she goes, I, and I used to go, but I'd say, honey. The more we take out, you can't do this to every single one. Well, obviously, she's always right. <laughs> and, I've st- and I stand corrected because the comment she gave to me is, we don't know how long we can spend with her. Yeah. And unfortunately, she passed this past year, and it was like losing my daughter.
1: Yeah.
2: So it's tough. And that's the toughest thing about what we do. It's gonna but say, I yeah. won't trade a second. Of all the time we spent with her, or any of the families, we, most of the families actually volunteer for us now. Yeah, which is incredible. No,
1: so. that's a, that's a, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I definitely gave Kim, my wife, fair warning when we went on. So listen, I'm just telling you, it's you're, you're gonna need a box of Kleenex at some point throughout that. I wear that I wear evening, sunglasses but. a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it was it was it was a great event, and, and y- you you really are you know you touched on something with with this, the level of support. I mean, I was able to briefly meet your wife, Michelle, uh, and you know met Christy, your, you know, Eric, your wife, and our wives are very supportive in what we do, and that's clutch. You yeah. know what I mean? Because especially when they get as involved as they do, it's not like they're like, yeah, okay, go ahead and do mm-hmm. it. I'm good with it. They're like, they're, you know, jumped right in with you. So it's cool to see that and to, to be able to have that uh, support. Like I yeah. said, Mark and I couldn't do this without our wives being on board with it. You know, it's just, it's, it, t- it takes work. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Not nearly as much as it takes to to operate, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wish yeah. foundation. Page I mean, I,
0: sometimes I feel overwhelmed with my my one little Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ca- <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, it, and and on top of that, you have a a, a career outside. We all have
2: full-time, full-time jobs. careers. Unbelievable. Well,
0: you just
1: started a new company, did you not?
2: Yeah, I just started my own company, Black Diamond Financial Group. So it's I always tell everybody I got two full-time jobs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely.
2: Um, hopefully the, the integrity that I took with the foundation will carry over to this new business. And the only reason why I started it, I, you know, I was at a company uh, for 14 years. And I used to get on FaceTime with Jocelyn, one of the kids we took out. And she goes, Jared, why don't you smile anymore? I was like, well, because, you know, my partner and this. And I'm just not, I'm not enjoying my life right now other than what i do for one wish she goes well why don't you start your own company i was like well it's not that easy honey and i went away on a elk hunt out in utah and i spent 10 days roughing it out in the middle of nowhere and i came back and i was like clicked called her up and i said jocelyn if this doesn't work out it's your fault (laughs) she goes i'm not worried about it you're gonna do just fine because look at what you've done with the foundation so far. And uh, I think it was about three weeks later she passed. So it was tough. It was Man. tough. But I'm, I'm glad I did that, and I'm glad I did this eight years ago. And yeah. Some of my staff probably was like, thought I was crazy. Um Probably was a little bit.
1: Well, I, I think it's almost a necessity. Yeah, you know, to to have a level of success at something like this, you got to be a little loose. Yeah, I think that comes along with the program. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're only crazy till it works. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you could, I think it, it's it's already worked. So I think I think you're 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 past that adjective now.
2: You yeah. know? I mean, it's amazing what we've done. I mean, we've gone to Oklahoma to go fishing with Jimmy Houston. Uh, we've taken a child out there we've gone to texas to to deer hunt we've gone up to upstate new york just recently last the, year the turkey to, hunt for turkey hunts yep. um florida keys to go fishing florida keys to go swim with the dolphins it's basically whatever the child wishes yeah you know it's like you, you go to these shows and these outfitters are like hey i got this hunt for a cow elk and i was like Thank you, but I don't have anybody that asked for that. What do you mean? You just tell them that you have a, it doesn't work that way. We actually sit down with the child. Uh, Jocelyn, again, for example, uh, her dad wanted us to take her on a shed hunt. And I said, Jocelyn, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to shoot a big buck. There you go. Dad, what do you want to do? I want her to shed hunt because she's never been hunting or anything like that. And because of her condition and all that. And it took us actually two years to actually go through with it to get mm-hmm. to get her out. And I was like, well, guess what? Johnson? I think you want to shoot a big buck. So that's two versus one. Dad, you lose. We're going to go shoot, shoot a big buck. <laughs> there you go. Because it's about the child. It's their wish. Right. right. You know, so I can get an application in and it says they want to do this, this, and this. And then you go ask the child and then it's all go different. So then we have to okay, let's reboot. Yeah, yeah Let's decipher. figure out, let's figure out where we can do this and what we can do. And let's figure out the best scenario. Okay. Because we've had, we've had families go out and they've been with some other organizations and the organizations pay for it, but the family still had to, you know, if they wanted to go fishing, they had to go rent the boat. They had to go make sure it was fueled up and get the dock slips and Go get the fishing rods and bait and all this, and we do it a little bit differently. You know, we tell our family we have an interview process that when they get down to wherever we're going, they open the refrigerator, it's got everything that's in their refrigerator at home. Done. All they need to do is pack their bags. Every single step is taken care of. I send a film crew with them, I send two or three others, and I usually send one person ahead of time to take care of all the little things. Yeah. And understand okay, let's play devil's advocate and let's figure out what could possibly go wrong and how are we going to handle it? Or what if it rains? What are we going to do then? So then we go and find out other interests that we can actually do something if it You'll fall if it, back if it, we can fall yeah. back on. You know, we just took a one one child to New Mexico and shot an elk the first 15 minutes. Out in the middle of New Mexico, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So our staff. That doesn't ended happen up, often. Our, yeah, our staff ended up taking the, the the father and the son, and they went four wheeling. They went and did all kinds of different things, but stayed at different hotels and saw the area. And that was one. That was plan B, C, D, and E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Know, instead That's of sitting cool. there at the ranch for sure. four right. days, right, or getting on an airplane, which is usually what happens, is well, your hunt's over, so go home. See you later. Yeah, yeah. we don't. We don't.
1: Do no, that. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got to be a bit of a logistical nightmare, but it seems like you've got a, a pretty good knack to, to dialing that in. So um, that's pretty cool.
0: Sounds like you're surrounded by a lot of good people too. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> mean, now
3: or in general. <laughs> I mean, well, in, well, in general, general? obviously, but right now. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's not difficult to to get people to help. I mean, when they hear what we do, you know, with the vets and, and kids, you know, yeah. outdoors, it, it's it's pretty, there's a lot of camouflage around, right. but you know, as you as you saw, but you also saw, it wasn't it wasn't all guys, it wasn't all archery hunters at our event, right. there's no. a lot of women, there's a lot of kids there, mm-hmm. um, you know, who doesn't want to who doesn't it's wanna very diverse. That? I mean, it wasn't
1: yeah. really dialed into one uh, discipline. You know right, what I mean? that was like yeah, there is a, a crossbow going up for auction, and then there would be a flintlock, and then there's a rifle and a pistol. But then you've got a canoe and a or a kayak or a fishing package, and it was, it was a very
3: diverse uh, spa packages. And, yeah, and, and yeah, you know, it, it's it's it really is patio a,
1: furniture. You know, all kinds of stuff for anybody. So you, I I couldn't think of anybody in my immediate circle that. I could have brought there, and they would have went, and there's nothing here for me. Yeah,
0: right. Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I mean? It was definitely uh, something that was open to a, a wider, diverse uh, audience, and maybe that's not the right term to use, but a uh, different you know, group of people. Mm-hmm. There's,
2: a, there's a science behind it. No doubt. And uh, no over doubt. the last eight years, if you would have seen us the first year, would we have a little five-foot projector screen up there mm-hmm. showing our videos on Yeah, it, Yeah, yeah. Uh, with maybe... 300 people, and this year we had our our record year of 930 people. Um, We give away what this year was $58,000 worth of goods and stuff.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, you're giving away bows. We were walking down the aisle, hitting bows out, and I'm like, wow, you kidding (laughs) me? Throwing thermocells into the crowd like they were baseball caps. You know, it was a. I tried to warn you when
3: when he does the, the giveaway, you know, stand up. Protect, at least yeah. stand up and protect yourself because there's stuff, <laughs> there's stuff flying. That was,
1: that was. You were not lying. You were not. In fact, I got a hacks that hit me in the side of the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. okay. <laughs> no, that was okay. It was cool because so we ended up with like three or four hats, and we were like, okay, what's the closest kid to us? And yeah. we just kind yeah. of ditching yeah. them out to the, to anybody who was around us. And, but we we only
2: need... we only threw six hundred and fifty out. So Is you, that all? You, you did yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it? yeah. The odds were good. You
1: know? No, but I met a lot of military people there. Uh, there right, right at the end of the table, there was one of the the the, the guys that are the kids that are going to be taking part in your program now. He was sitting right down the end of the table, so mm-hmm. it was. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, is it a moose hunt? I think. He's
2: <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be a tough one. <laughs> I, I've, I've talked to a few people about it, and they're like, uh, "You realize that it's a very difficult hunt." Yeah. And it's. I can't awkward.
1: imagine. I can't imagine. I've seen a few on TV, but you know, if it's on television, it's got to be accurate.
2: Yeah, and, right. And, and and Braden, I mean, we talked to him before, and we talked about a bear hunt. And my wife asked him at the event, "Well, what what is it? And tell everybody what you want to do. We well, want to go. I want to go moose hunting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the back. I <laughs> got going, 900 yeah. going, oh my. right now. How am I going to pull too, this buddy. one off? <laughs> so we're we're looking at Newf- Newfoundland, and, and uh, I. I would like to do the moose hunt. Of course, of uh, course. But that's this child particularly has a uh, cancerous brain tumor that is inoperable. So he has lost sight in one eye, and he's unfortunately losing sight in the second eye. Um, I think what we're going to end up doing is probably a bear hunt. Yeah. Something that's more where we can yeah. kind of contain it so there's not a whole lot of movement, you know, and... Uh, high uh, probably 100% success yeah, ratio yeah, yeah. so right. and maybe two and that's too, yeah,
1: yeah that's yeah. Yeah, important that, I mean you know it, as, as we've all been out in the field for years you know we've all grown up hunting so the success the longer you're out there I think the success rate matters less and less the more you're out there but in a situation like that, or introducing a new hunter or something like that, we've preached to the you know to hell and back with that. Yeah. Um, you know, ha- get, having success is I think instrumental when you're introducing somebody to, to the sport, or in, in your case, when you're taking a kid out who's got limited opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, y- I'm sure you've got the naysayers in, in that regard as well. But you know what? What it, are they doing?
2: And we could we could take them to a fenced in area or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not the same. It's, that's not what it's about. As two right. sportsmen like we are, it's about the entire experience. It's, mm. it's about having mom and dad along. It's about having your brother and sister along. It's about, you know, hey, we, we, we may not shoot something, but yep. it's about the entire experience. Right, right. And knock on wood, um, we've been successful. Uh, we've, we have a higher power on our side, I think, that, that help us out. Um, the good lord has definitely been part of us yeah uh, because our success rate has been very good that's fantastic um, yeah so it's it's one of those things and plus now we got you know we've lost three kids um so far and i think they're helping us up there too no so doubt that's important
1: no. no doubt yeah man this is uh yeah, i, I Again, I, I, I'm not often I'm short on words. Yeah, I, like the, I, I sometimes drive my wife absolutely bananas with uh, you know talking, but on, on occasion I definitely uh, come up with a bit of a loss. And, and, and that was the case there. I mean, my wife was blown away. She didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? I, I didn't either, to be, to be fair. Um, but I had more of an idea, and just talking to Eric about it, and Garrett was kind of clueing me in a little bit, and uh, so I kind of had a bit of a better idea, and sh- She sold on it. So, so we're already starting to try and pencil some openings in our <laughs> calendar. To...
2: It's the first Saturday of right before Mother's Day. That's yep. the Saturday before. Yeah, we'll Day definitely
1: we'll definitely be at the next one. No, no doubt. Um, but uh, you know, the, some of the other programs you have going on, and maybe kicking some. Some time to help you. Yeah, I love to get involved with the the, the, uh, the veteran program with the pheasants. That looks like a lot of fun mm-hmm. to, to
3: be down there and get involved with those guys. So, um, yeah, it, it's tough to it's tough to explain it. You know, we have a fundraising event, and this is what we do. And it, you know, I, I don't I don't even try to to uh, you know get the point across. to people, I'm like, hey, look, if you can make it, you're. I really don't think you're going to be disappointed. Right. You know, show up and and just experience it because i i can't do it justice by trying to explain it right you know I, you can call it we want a fundraising event you know whatever it is um i've been to a few you know a, a different organizations at them and you know not because this is ours I, I think it's a pretty uh there's a lot you know a lot kind of going for in. it for yeah, sure, yeah yeah i mean we're uh we have a script. We have an agenda that Jared never sticks to. So we're in in his ear the <laughs> whole time, and he just goes.
0: It it sounds like a mind like that can't be contained. No, so.
2: no. I mean, uh, it's it's you know it's it's we've all gone to all the different outdoor sure. fundraising type things, mm-hmm.
4: and,
2: and I've been to a lot. And it's one of those things where wh- what drives me crazy at those events. Yeah. I'm not going to do that at ours. Right. Right. You know, uh, from, you know, you sit there and you call a ticket number out and we've eliminated that. Yeah. You know, we've got special tickets made up and you put your name on it and we're calling a name out because people hear names before they're looking at a number and I don't want, I don't want Eric standing up there for 10 minutes calling a number and saying going once, going twice. Yeah, yeah. Because we only got so much time. Right. Yeah. And, And believe it or not, it's six hours.
1: Yeah, it's already a long event, and it, it goes feel by. Like it. Yeah, quick. Yeah,
2: you know, and it's like we've got to be able to not only make sure everybody has fun, make sure we feed them all. You know, we we've we've got a caterer that does an incredible job for us that got everybody through in thirty eight minutes. About that, yeah, like that's that. unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it was it was good. It was the food
2: was good. So you you you, know. you, you have fun. It's a BYOB. A, they're drinking their own drink. Yeah. It takes yeah. liability off of us. There you go. They're having fun, and then we show our videos. So we'll pull on the heartstrings a little bit. Sure. And that's great because the videos also awful
1: offer, uh, like, a level of transparency because now you see where that money's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see – because these are no slouch programs. I mean, you guys are deep-sea fishing. Where was the young man that, that shot the elk? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a pretty – Sweet video on the location, and you had the kid that did the turkey hunt. And when he came out with the mounts, oh man, the taxidermist did the full body mount firm, and they didn't know, and they surprised him with it. Oh my god, that yeah. was that was legit! That was I mean, it's awesome.
2: incredible. I mean, we we spend on average our we take probably two trips a year, a special trip. Mm-hmm. Um, those trips range from anywhere from probably 10 000 to 20,000, right. okay, because we spare no expense. If if Grandpa used to go fishing with them, we're taking Grandpa along with the parents. You know, um, it's all first class. We do everything that when we say it's a once in a lifetime outdoor adventure, we mean it. So we've got to make sure that these people are blown away, and that's just because we like like we said before, we don't know how long this child's going to be with us so we want to make sure that the family has the best time possible you know that's why we do the videos that way they have a memory that that'll last forever um that's important to us so you look at our programs we don't spare any expense there either right. i mean your your our average program probably costs 10 10 to 15 grand and it's because we make it the best experience ever but yeah. we try to do it for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you go a step further and say, "Well, what's land cost in Pennsylvania if you want a thousand acres?" Right. A lot so, of people don't understand that you're talking, you know, two and a half to three million. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of little. It's a lot of fundraisers, right there. A lot right of there, fundraisers right? to do that, and and th- one of the things that I do have to to give a shout out there's since we started doing this, we have four other organizations. That have events for us, hundred percent for our benefit, and I can't thank those folks enough. You got Kutztown Ron and Gun Club; they do a cluck and a wink event for us, like a beef and beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have a group out near Gettysburg that has a two-day uh, archery shoot for us. Now this year they're going to have bands. They're going to have all. I saw the flyer for it. It's they're stepping impressive. it up. Yeah. You know, Blue Ridge bow Bowhunters. Um, We've got another gentleman that has a three-gun shoot for us, uh, Rich Yoder. Cushion Peak, which is another um, run and gun club, they're going to have an event for us this year. It's a it's a it's a poker run for the Harley riders and okay, so yeah, yeah, forth. Yeah. And then there's a pig, uh, pig roast afterward. And and our ambassador T.J. Beb, yeah, uh, will be yeah, doing, man,
1: down at the
2: doing some the country, event. country uh, singing for us and that's where the rest of that money comes from you know and individual donors and sponsors it, it's just incredible how the community uh comes together you yeah know? uh we had uh, I, I today i got home there's a card in the mail with a incredible letter that they wrote to us their father had passed away and they had a golf outing for him and they had a, pole, a par three where they used, you got to use his clubs on the par three and whatever got donated, and there's a check for 500 bucks. Nice. You know? And you're sitting there, and it's like that's in the memory of somebody. And what we're doing, I mean, we are making a difference. Right, right. Yeah. And it's starting to show. It really is. So my hat's off to, to our staff, and hopefully I can keep my sanity for another couple of years and see if we can get to this ranch. Yeah, Fantastic. I mean,
0: you've got momentum now, and you're definitely headed in the right direction. And uh, I don't know, count us on board, whatever we can do. And
2: you're doing it right now. Right. I mean, just getting the word out. I mean, that's that's more important to us at this point is anybody that's out there listening to your podcast right now, I mean, we still have problems getting applications. Yeah. Um, there's this thing called HIPAA. Yeah, and, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, right. Even though I honestly don't think it's HIPAA because the family has to go online and print out an application. Yeah. We're not getting their information. They have to all we're looking for is an avenue to say, hey, is there a bulletin board where they look to see where the hotels are or where are the places to eat around, you know, these these hospitals mm-hmm. or hey, here's an organization that's interested in giving you a break from reality you know our right. main goal is let's get them away from the hospitals the, the doctors the needles the procedures right yeah just get them away
0: yeah what their minor said a little bit yeah absolutely
2: and so i that whole hipaa thing i think i don't i don't really agree with that so. well
1: and yeah it may, it may be a uh so, uh, word of mouth. Uh, from, yeah. yeah. Word yeah. of
2: mouth is what's getting us. That's, and and uh, this well, is perfect. Like
1: I said, this is a good, uh, an opportunity for both of us because, you know, we've been wanting to get you guys on here to talk to you. And, you know, it's it's definitely a decent platform. And uh, so, yeah, man, we're this is uh, this has been pretty cool. Yeah. I think we take a break and we'll reset. Yeah. We're at about, what, about 30, Almost 40 minutes now?
0: 38 minutes. So, it was a good first half for sure. Indeed. And uh, we'll come back in a couple minutes and –
1: Maybe we'll drink a beer for y'all.
0: We'll do that. Right, and we are back. Back with the One Wish Foundation here.
1: Heck yeah. I'd I'd like hell of a first half. Yeah, man. If uh if you guys aren't convinced to go check those guys out yet, well then go find something else to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for real. I mean I we were talking before, it's 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 a lot to take in. You it, know it and, really and, is.
1: It really is. But it's it's a lot that you guys do. So hats off to to all you guys, you, your staff, your wives, everyone involved in it. Hats off to you guys because uh, this is something that there's a need for it, and more more need I think than can be filled, you know. And uh, so it's it's refreshing to see because Mark and I, you know, we both love the outdoors. We love people who love the outdoors, but like any discipline out there, there's a lot of people out there that uh, they're just out of their they're just crazy people and you get a lot of negative people a lot of uh haters is the all the cool kids call them um so to have something like this kind of shine a lot on the positivity that comes out of the outdoor lifestyle that's right up our alley so yeah uh yeah we're just happy to have you guys up here to kind of share some time with us share some stories and uh kind of get the message out there about what it is that you guys do because uh, it really has been growing pretty well for you guys i, I know anything of this magnitude takes time to get traction but it looks like you've done that, and uh, maybe we're a little late to the party. But you know, it's just it's just good to have you guys around, and good to see this kind of activity going on out there, yeah, where I mean. we can be selfless. You know what I mean? And we, we're selfless all the time when we're by ourselves, in the woods or on the water, and no one sees that. So to, to shine a light on that whole principle is you know, it's it's a good thing to see. So thank you guys from. No, I speak for Mark and myself. I'm sure when I I say thank you for what you
2: guys do. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Just just next level human beings, and and you know I I like to think that you know the outdoors plays a a large role. I mean it's a, the one common theme in between all of us here, and that's I don't it. I don't think that you know that's that's a mistake. You know that's. No, no. You know?
1: uh, I was just at an event a couple weeks ago, and I was sitting across the table from a guy who had a camouflage wedding ring. I'm like, bingo, I know a hot dog I knew all night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs>
2: it's Turned it's, a, it's I, I feel it's a brotherhood. It's a brother and sisterhood. You're absolutely and, right. And, you, know, you try to explain to people. You know, I, I come from the financial industry, mm-hmm. and when I first started, they're like, uh, I went and bought a brand-new truck, uh, F-250, and they're like, uh, Jared, you're a financial advisor now. You need to drive uh, like mm. a mercedes or, or something i was like put a tie oh, on no i don't mm-hmm. and i was like and In way you need to educate <laughs> you need to educate yourself because that f250 costs probably more than your mercedes yeah. at this point so yeah. and i can drive over the mercedes right <laughs> right the difference is is you know you can go to the country club and you can go golf with uh, somebody and yeah, you, know, you can have that conversation while you're on the golf course, but they're not going to invite you up to their favorite hunting spot. Right. Mm-hmm. But you start to talk to a to a brother or sister who who feels the passion that you have, and they're going to invite you to go anywhere. You, I mean, you can talk to them for five, ten minutes, and you have a common bond, and that's it. Guess yeah. what? Yeah, we preach it's, that all the time. It's something that you can't explain, and just like you know, at our event. We have all kinds of people come.
1: And that's it. You know, that was what I, I wouldn't say was surprising, but it was you know, not not what I guess everyone would anticipate or expect, you mm-hmm. know, the, the diversity of the
2: people that were there. I mean, Eric tries to hunt. I mean, he does an okay job. But yeah, sounds like he does pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's one got one. We're, we're, you guys, <laughs> you just find <laughs> yourself surrounded by celebrities.
1: <laughs> yeah. Got but celebrity hunters. Did, did I trip.
2: mention that he's my secretary? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure maybe, that everybody. Knows maybe that. once or twice. Maybe oh, once or twice. Okay. Administrative right. assistant. That, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> Doesn't pushing that. secretary sound really nice? I I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. It's pretty nice.
1: Well, yeah, we were just uh, hearing the the the, the, the s- some of the story. I'm sure there's got to be more to it. Because uh, we are indeed a, a, a hunting, you know, outdoor yeah. podcast after all. So, you no, know, we kind of people
0: might think we're a beer podcast, but we're that happens. We, we do a lot our fair share times, of hunting more
1: time than not. And hey, I'm okay with
0: that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll subscribe to that. Yeah, put this in another column in uh, iTunes if you have to. <laughs> True. <laughs> well,
0: the uh, that one theme that you just touched on um, about like the brotherhood and. Being a family—that's the one thing that I, I see is, or, or definitely a recurring theme. If because I've been scrolling through your, your your social media all day here and there, and uh, it just seems like family. And it's funny how you you see posts, and then I'll be back a year, and you'll see the same same kid and same people, and 100. It's it's just that that theme of family just emanates from you guys. It's awesome.
2: Absolutely, we're not just a. An organization that's going to take you on your trip and send you on your way. Yeah. That's not what we do. Yeah. Um, It's, it's personal with us.
0: Yeah. It comes through. It comes through. Yeah. And just that, that that theme of family in the hunting community. I mean, that's, that's definitely huge for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we're, you know, preaching this lifestyle, but it, it does kind of transcend a lifestyle and it kind of brings everyone together. You know, that's, that common theme is always something like you said the like at the wedding you yeah, can always I find don't know that how many one person i got
1: through because <laughs> yeah. somebody at my table was a hunter or a fisherman you know what i mean yeah. where i was like i do not want to be here i know my wife went to high school with this one's cousin that's why we're here but uh yeah they're, they're tough to get through sometimes but if you can find somebody you can dial in on somebody that you know you got something in common like that
2: yeah that's a it's a win you know yeah do you, you golf well that lasts for about Thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I use that term loosely, uh-huh. but yeah, he's he's actually quite the golfer, from what I understand. It. We I'm haven't a, golfed together okay yet. We're, we're working on it. We're going to try and do a charity event
2: this year. I, I golf, kind of golf too. Charity. I mean, but it's what I'm trying to say is I I, I was I'm an avid golfer, mm-hmm. but you just don't have that <clears throat> relationship. No, right, it's not. Right, it's just with with fellow hunters. No. Sure. it's there. Absolutely. And it's hard to explain. And if you if you've never done it it's even harder to explain right and just like i said before i mean we take these kids out that never has never they've never done this right Right. and now all of a sudden it's like a light bulb went off and and the mom and dad are like they're so thankful that we actually did this because they didn't want to do it in the first place sure yeah you know i can see that yeah
0: no the one thing that i picked up on the in the first half is that there's a cleaning station for fish Mm -hmm. so that means that you guys are eating these fish Oh yeah. You know, it, it's not just catch and release and throw it back. And anyone who listens to this podcast knows the food is huge with us. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I mean, we, it's it's the way to everyone's heart. You know,
3: two hundred and fourteen trout were cleaned that day. They were all harmed, obviously, because yeah. we killing them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we set a. I had a clicker yeah. because, because uh, yeah. that's what a good administrative assistant that's exactly would do. What a <laughs> yeah. good um, administrative assistant for those does. for those who <laughs> don't
2: know what that means. that means secretary. <laughs> But, but, yeah, but no, we have the cleaning station for the Operation Bird Dog, too. That's so awesome. W- yeah. We cleaned, I don't know what we cleaned this year. There's uh, a lot of misses this year. Yeah, I want to say we probably cleaned over 100 birds. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot.
1: Sometimes the misses will drive just as much conversation as the hits will, though. Yeah. So oh, that's, yeah.
2: absolutely. Yes.
1: That's it. You know, that, that alone could be a big hindrance for somebody. It's like, well, what do I do with a fish when I catch it? Right. What do I do with a deer if I shoot it? Like, what do I do? So, yep. to have that aspect covered. You, you do. You've got it all thought up. You know, you, you
2: got you thought of it all. And we we even had something special this year at Operation Bird Dog. We had falconry. There. Oh, no kidding. So we had a gentleman that had a... a uh, Peregrine. Peregrine and... A, a young redtail. young redtail. Nice. And it was windy that day, and he let the bird go, and he's got all kinds of remotes and you name it, cameras on him and everything. No kidding. He gets up in the wind, and he's, like, gone. I was like... And I told him I said, "You think you lost your bird? Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> a GPS on him." And we had it. We had a. We we've got a bunch of handlers there with bird dogs that mm-hmm. come out and help support us. And the, the bird, uh, he, well, the bird dog went on point, got the bird back in the area, and uh, everybody that was there. I mean, we probably had 150 people there. That bird came down and took that pheasant out of midair, no and it was like. Nobody's had ever seen this right before. speechless, mm-hmm. and then to have them explain w- about how falconry works—it uh, it was an incredible situation. That's that's, that's pretty bad badass. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Was anyone filming that?
2: Oh
3: yeah, yes. I got on my phone. Seven, and and it's, like it's, it was—it was
2: on the videos this year.
3: How did I miss that?
2: I must have been on a, a pitch or something you? like that. I know I, I suck. It's only six we, hours. We, it's had only the, six hours. <laughs> we had the. We they had the video combined. It was the Operation Bird Dog and Go Fish were combined. Okay,
1: I, I saw part of the. Offer. Yeah, I think I did. I think I had. To, I was holding it, man. I couldn't think I could hold it anymore. My wife was going to have to do a lot more work than she was prepared to do that night. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, that's that pretty cool. Yeah, peregrine falcons. I'm fascinated by those things, yeah. man. That's fastest wild. animal yeah. on the planet. Falconry is just. Do you know how fast a peregrine falcon can fly. Real fast. That'll, that's that's a pretty good answer. <laughs> Eighty miles an hour. Two hundred miles an hour.
0: I was close. You're pretty close. Well, like on a scale of like zero, zero to like <laughs> yeah, a thousand miles an hour. I was. You're, like, close. you're dead nuts, man. Yeah, you're yeah, right on the bullseye. The,
3: uh, it hit that pheasant at seventy-one miles an hour because
2: the guy had an app on his phone. Yeah, and uh, there's an app for that. Yeah, there is yeah. an app for that. It, was, it, was, and it uh, probably dropped. I want to say a hundred feet in a split second. Yeah. It's amazing. That's how they get
1: their speed up, is they, in, on the drop. Wow. So so can, can they can grow. reach speeds how, how of 200 miles an hour and drop accurate? straight down, like a bullet. Yeah.
0: Like how, I can't even comprehend like, how you can travel that fast to a, a pinpoint destination that's and be accurate moving. like that. It's
1: flying. Jeez. Yep. I have to show you a video. There's a video online of Peregrine. I think it's like Peregrine Falcon versus Mallard Duck. And it's just a Mallard Duck standing on the beach, and all of a sudden, its head's gone. You, it, the, the video camera is almost not fast enough to catch one or two frames of this bird. Wow, mm-hmm. it's obnoxiously fast. But yeah, I mean that's how they that's how they win. Yep, that's what, it's all, all about winning, man. When you're living out there in the wild and you're surviving, man, it's all about winning.
3: It's
0: true,
1: and those birds are good at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's we, always, we always we
2: always got to come up with something.
1: That's a Different. great, actually, you know? especially with the pheasants and stuff like yeah. that, because it, you know, I bet you it makes a lot of the guys feel a hell of a lot worse about missing <laughs> 12 yeah, <right>.
2: gauge. <laughs> uh, you got, you got to remember, I mean, Pennsylvania down by us, there's not a whole lot of pheasant hunting anymore. No. Um, unless you're going to to one of these places that actually put it out for you, yeah. And, and I would say, out of the 35 guys we took out probably three quarters of them never pheasant on it right right so missing
1: it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen yeah
2: yeah yeah well they're they're tricky they're deceiving because they fly pretty fast
1: for such a big bird right but i used to do a lot of it there's a a friend of mine his name is john picotti he has a place called ringneck ridge up in uh uh boy it went right on my head that's the B county bradford county uh, Laceyville, in fact, and they have a group called Hunts for Healing, and they do a lot of stuff with veterans yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a heck of a place up there. But, uh, he does the pheasant; they used to breed, raise, and breed rhiners and all that stuff. And I've been up there a bunch of times. I worked with his daughter. That's how I came into in, into with them and uh, meeting them. And uh, what a, what a cool time it is going out doing pheasant hunting because I used to hunt game lands for pheasants, but if they didn't stock the birds, you weren't going to see a pheasant. Right. So mm-hmm. it's you know the, this area relies real heavily on that. Unfortunately, where pheasants are populated out in like the Dakotas and stuff, it's not a lot of possums, raccoons, skunks, that kind of no. stuff that eat their nests and decimate them. So they can't really do well around here. So you got to kind of stock them. But yeah, it's a great time, man. So to to get that experience, for, especially working over dogs, just to see a dog oh, work. I mean, you know, you're you're training yeah. a dog right now. To see a dog work, yeah. that's that's. That's enough fun for me. I can yeah. just walk behind a dog and watch him point. Well, and the way in the way that
3: they have the fields set up, there's there's four fields. You know, fields one and two. Everybody that's at the event can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also see the misses. Sure. But you you watch the guys go through. They're probably two three hundred yards away, so it's it's safe. Yeah. But it's also when they have misses, birds are flying into the crowd. They're flying into the <laughs> parking <partos laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah, that's there fantastic. are birds flying everywhere as jared wanted you know when when i thought Mm -hmm. 350 pheasants may be a lot for the first year and we did have pheasants flying
2: everywhere it was uh fantastic yeah yeah that's awesome and that just it it, you know you do things for a certain reason and if we're going to do a once in a lifetime adventure Mm -hmm. which was for a lot of those guys i want to make sure they got ample opportunity yeah sure you know and and to see birds flying all well, that'll place do it and
1: 300 plus birds that'll yeah you, go and you got Give the you neighbors coming crack.
2: out and they're going to see and i got to do a shout out to the ferry family um they are they're god sent to us they've opened up their farm for us to have this event and put it into special regulation area mm-hmm. um, for our foundation so that way we can use that facility every single year so that's fantastic and they were the there family at, family.
1: The, uh, at the at uh, the the One Wish Foundation yep. dinner yeah fantastic yeah. that's great man yeah, yeah you guys seem like you got all the bases covered
0: yeah yeah it's impressive but uh on another note i mean obviously the foundations rooted in the outdoors mm-hmm. so the outdoors how did you guys uh come into it were raised in the outdoors came up new into it Later I was born
2: and raised. My father was yeah. a hunter, didn't do a whole lot of fishing, and I started picking that up as part of it. But yeah. um, it's it's the friends and family and just about everybody I know does it. So yeah. that's important to me. It's, in, it's entrenched. And that's why, you know, when I did this, I was like, it has to be an outdoor adventure. Right. You know, it's not just hunting or fishing. I mean, like we said, we swam with the dolphins, mm-hmm. um, camping and four-wheeling, and it's, it's that whole thing that the outdoors, there's something about it. Yeah, nature. Uh, and more people that we can get that haven't done it, I think we're doing our part. Huge. Um, and, and to be able to understand, and to be able to get people to understand what conservation is, and what does our, our license fees go to, and a lot of those folks don't really know and yeah. like I said that, you know, we have 930 people there not a whole lot of them like the hunting side of it mm-hmm. but when they sit there and they see what we're doing it's changing their minds a little they're yeah. okay sure. they're okay because yeah. they're it's a common cause yeah um, I mean Pelko he, he only goes fishing like every like weekend um, <laughs> you do a little bit huh
3: but it's not tries, season,
2: yeah. tries to hunt a little bit, but he's not really good at it. But I mean, he he's, tries. He sounds
0: least. real good at it.
2: Let's put it this way: his guide was very good. Oh, good guide! And placed him at the. Well, right Well that's place. important. Yeah, yeah
1: that, you got to lean heavy.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's let's just go through it. Let's. I mean, if he, mean, my, my shoulders can't handle it sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he's a big boy, and it's hard to carry him around. All
0: yeah, and you definitely have broad shoulders, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah. no,
2: it's, it's, uh, that was a funny story. So I get this phone call, and Eric goes, uh, you hunting tomorrow? Yeah, it's archery season. That's a dumb question. Can can I come up and hunt at your property? And I was like, sure. I'll be up at at five thirty, six o'clock. I was like try showing up at 10. What do you mean? I was like, because I hunt the moon phases. Mm -hmm. And the good time is from 11 till 2 today. And there's a particular buck that I've been watching, and I'm going in after him, which I never do. And he shows up, and he's all excited to go out. And I take him down to the tree. I said, go up in this tree. And he gets up, and he's like, you can go. I was like, no, you don't understand. I've never been down... where I've I've seen this deer. There's a good chance if I go in there, he's gonna break out, and if he breaks out, most likely he's gonna come right by you. So, a couple days before that, I was after this big eight pointer, probably about 26 to 28 inches wide, two foot off his head, chasing does, in this, what I thought I saw was a hole. So I go down through, he's up in his tree, situated, I go down in this area, and I'm like, well, this is where this hole is, but there's no hole here. So I'm looking for the tree, and I find the tree, and I go walking up to the tree, and I get 15 feet away, and a beautiful ten-pointer stands up, staring at me. I got a tree stand on my back, my bow's in my hand, and I proceeded to watch him walk away in direct line to Mr. <laughs> Pilko. And I'm sitting there like, well, if it was rifle season, I'd probably hear a bang right about now but it's archery season so we'll see so okay. I proceeded to climb up in a tree, I get a phone call from him, I, j- I just shot one great, what'd you shoot? I-, I think it was an 8 pointer I go, it was a 10 pointer <laughs> <laughs> I was like did you hit it good? Oh, I-, I screwed up I didn't let it stop I was like, what do you mean you didn't let it stop? He was, it was walking and I shot and it shot it back. I said, Okay, climb out of the tree and go home. What do you mean? I said, Come back at three thirty, four o'clock. So I'll let Eric tell you all the chores he got done <laughs> waiting to go get this book.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah,
2: I got the neighbor's house painted, cleaned the garage,
3: Thank laid God. some asphalt. There's yeah, no, couldn't no could relax. No, no big deal. You no. can't
1: you can't
0: relax in a situation no. like that. I've been there. But uh, what was that? Was it November?
3: In November 12th.
0: Oh, right near the end.
3: Yep. yep, last
2: day. Yeah. Yeah, it was the last day. Yep.
0: That's when those deer moved, man.
2: Yep. So the, the lesson learned there is he came back later. The deer was still alive but couldn't get up, so he had to be able to finish it off. But at that point is when his his confusion kind of kicked in. <laughs> he... Really didn't know what he shot. I was like, Well, you you shot one of the biggest bucks I've seen. Mm. No, this is going to cost you some money. Nope, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get your amount on it. I was like, "Um, No, you're not. So we proceeded, take it up to the house. I go in, eating dinner. My wife's like, Are you upset because he shot this big bucket down back? I was like, No, I'm upset because he has no clue what he shot. That's so. how it
0: always. That seems like how it always plays out. What, are, were you new to archery hunting no, at the time? No,
2: it was just the
3: first league. If it was a, if it was a, a half rack three pointer, you would have, you know, <laughs> yeah. it would have been the same result.
2: <laughs> yeah. Last day of archery. Man, that's it. That, yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. where hey, it's the likely to happen. Cards kind
3: of went your way, man. Yeah, you know, like you know, when you're a good person, good things happen to you. See yeah. that? There you go. He likes. I don't I know, how I, don't know how, well. how I got that deer, but hold on, <laughs> let's
2: let's go back. <laughs>
3: You like to eat.
2: That's oh, why see, you. Well, that's what I call jerky deer.
0: on the hoof. That get, that gets me yeah. a lot of times. You know, it, it oh, yeah. it's when it's, it's never it a dough hunt just... till I get hungry, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah, it's me, like, exactly. no, not tonight. it's not tonight, not tonight, but then it, you know.
2: I have to give the guy credit. I mean, he's he's a damn good cook and smokes everything you can possibly think that's of. That's the best. I think he could smoke a dog turd and it would be fantastic. Maybe but. wrapped in bacon.
0: I wish that I I grabbed some of that smoked meat from my dad today. My dad is.
1: Well, I would have brought some, but I ate it all. Yeah, well,
0: no. that's why I don't have any either. You know, <laughs> any anything that I want smoked, I just give it to him. and Any kind of, I mean, trout, salmon, anything. His 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 turkey, turkey breast is, is where yeah. it's at, yeah. though. He does yeah, he a does really a good mean, turkey, turkey breast. breast. His smoked salmon's also.
1: I he, mean, he's he's by the way. he's he's just lucky. I mean. <laughs> Hey, I'd rather be lucky than than good Good. any time. I've I've been lucky a lot of times. You know, we've had conversations where, you know, you walk in, you sit down, and the turkey flies into your setup from the tree you're sitting against, and boom, you're done in 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Those hunts are fun and all. You know what I mean? There's those hunts that you work hard for. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say which one you prefer.
0: Yeah, we, we've <laughs> the got a, hunts we,
1: where you just really go at it all season, and finally you make it happen, or you walk in like, "Oh, hey, look at that." Yeah. I still
0: always feel just more lucky than than anything else it, if, when I experience
2: success most of the time. Yeah, yeah. We, we've just got, got we've got a lot. Of, we've got a lot of stories. I'll tell you. Yeah. Some good, some bad, but mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's like. You know, we just took a, one of our friend's young kids out. Was that last yeah. last year? Junior turkey. We had more fun taking, <clears throat> taking this boy out. Yeah. And we look for kids to take for the youth hunt. Um, and we sit in the blind, and, and, I mean, he ended up shooting a slammer that year. Cost his mom and dad <laughs> a lot of money, but. <laughs> yeah. It happens. They'll get yeah. over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: And that's it you know you turn on the that that next generation you know what i mean that's what it's that's what it's about we it's up to us to make it happen otherwise it's we're in trouble we're in trouble now yeah, yeah. so to you know shine a light on it again with what you're doing with one wish and to get out there and take friends kids out and stuff like that and you know you you, you take a kid out with it with the organization and maybe a, a light bulb pops for the dad or the mom or the the sibling or something like that and you know it's just kind of a caveat you know, it's a little side note to what you're doing uh, as your big picture, and next thing you know, you know, you got a family that shows up to help you out and, and yeah. volunteer. But now they're also looking to get their hunter safety course or something like yeah. that. You know, absolutely.
0: You know, like you said there's so many secondary eyes on it mm-hmm. that are understanding. You know what it, the the power of it. You know,
2: and, and it's incredible. Like you know, we, we took that young boy up to, the, to New York, and he could shoot two turkeys up there. The community up in Potsdam was incredible. Um, we're driving in on. We took an RV up. We're driving in. I see these six long beards in this field behind this rental store, and we get up. We drop the family off, and they're coming up with game plans for the next day. You know, uh, Mountain Hollow game calls took us up there. Right, um, and we're going to try to get this dream taken care of, this wish taken care of, and. I was like, well, who owns the rental center outside of town? Well, that's Mr. Curtis. I was like, well, why don't we go talk to him? He's like, well, he owns the John Deere dealership down there, and he don't let anybody hunt. I was like, well, let's go. And things happen for reasons. I go in there, and I start talking to Mr. Curtis, and... I explained what we do and I can see that he's starting to get a little teary-eyed and he's like you guys can go no problem so we're on our way back to see the family and the phone rings and it's a New York number and I was like who's that and I answer and he goes this is Jim Curtis he goes um you're just in at the at my dealership and he goes I want to invite your whole crew over for dinner tonight and I was like there's nine of us yeah we're gonna have steak and have a couple drinks and we want to talk to you and proceeds to tell me that this was the one year anniversary that he lost his daughter to cancer oh my god okay that night was kind of special i mean it was one of those things where it kind of gave them some relief because of the the day it was Mm -hmm. and then for the next day we went out and shot a slammer on his property and they got to experience it with us yeah um He lost his wife when Sammy was young, and Sammy, which was his daughter, would raise money towards cancer all through her life until she got cancer when she was in high school. And what it allowed them to do is finally understand, like, what are they going to do with all the money that she raised, and how are they going to do it. And Mr. Curtis at our event, you, you heard the conversation. Yeah. Um, Mr. Curtis has bought a two hundred and eighty acre farm that they're redoing and it's gonna be a five star wow. lodge. And what they're gonna do is it's they kinda of took some of the things that we did and they give us a lot of credit and but they're incredible people. And they're mm-hmm. just going to have this lodge so that kids with cancer in their immediate areas can have a place to go and get away. Yeah. To, to reconnect as a, as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he basically, at our event, uh, stated that that's One Wish Ranch, New York. Yeah, so that was have, pretty cool. We have full cool. reigns of whatever we want to do, and it's because... We just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah,
1: what are the chances of I that? Know, right? Yeah, see, that was one of those where I was trying to not be the guy that goes, I know this story, so I just kind of yeah. pushed the tissues in front of my wife. That's. <laughs> and,
2: and then you got the other families, like the Martin family. They gave us, you know, we just happened to, to set this up to go up. It was actually a week after our event that we went up. Yeah. We didn't realize that there was two colleges. I think there's two colleges in Potsdam and Canton area. Both of them had graduation. We had no place to stay. Oh yeah, the Martin family gave us their private cabin on the on the on the on a, on a, on a stream. Beautiful place for the family to stay. We'd come home one night. There's a, a Traeger, which he has brisket cooking for us, and the cooler was full of beverages. And just this is your place. You just stay. You know, and it, the amount of people that would come. And then we probably had 10,000 acres we could have hunted on. Because once they knew we were in town, next thing you know, all these other people came out. And, yeah. And um, Mountain Hollow game calls. He's a, he's a preacher, so his whole congregation came behind us, and next thing you know, we're getting phone calls. Hey, there's birds out in this field. Well, we can't hunt, and now you can. You know, yeah, and yeah. it was incredible. It was incredible. The entire area up there came together. And it happens for us all the time. Yeah, and it's you know, next thing you know, Curtis is no this this uh, taxidermist they do the mount for free. The, another taxidermist steps up, does yeah. the other mount for free. Nothing that we've asked for. You know, it's sort of like our sponsors that I consider our sponsors. We we don't ask for free. Okay, mm-hmm. all we ask for is a break, so that. We get a little bit cheaper, and maybe that gives us a little bit more money to take another kid out or do, right, do right. things like that. I mean, i got to give it to our sponsors. i got to give them a plug. By all means. Um, yes, yeah. do. Raven Crossbows, the official crossbow of the One Wish Foundation. Bear Archery, they stepped up to the plate this year. Incredible. Big time at Operation One Wish. Um, yeah, we gave out, what, eight bows mm-hmm. plus? The kid's stuff. The kids all the kid's bows, stuff. Uh, yeah, all um, kinds of stuff. Yeah, Dexter Knives and Redneck Blinds. Um, these are all folks that allow us to purchase direct from them over relationship and, and continued relationships. and um, Better than buying retail. Absolutely. You
1: and, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that are always looking for something new. Mm-hmm. So you know, that might be the thing that sways you to a redneck blind or to a bare bow or to what have you. I mean, you're sitting there going, I'm looking at three different things here, and, well, and I just found out that, you know, even yeah. crossbows. They, they, clothing they line. They help them. these kids out. You know, you know what I mean? So.
2: I've, I've been looking for a clothing line forever. Yeah. So, you know, Nomad and Hook. Yeah. You know, stepped up. And if you've seen, we had Nomad gear on. Yeah. Last year it was Hook gear.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so that gives us an opportunity that when we take a family out, that's where we're going to go get their gear. Sure. So every, all that stuff kind of helps out. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, any the outdoor industry has become a very competitive market, so um, you know that that could potentially be the swinging point for somebody that's going okay. I'm going to commit myself to this manufacturer because one, you know, a lot of people are like, if it's not made in the USA, I don't care how good it is, I'm not buying it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you
0: And a company's just, viewpoints definitely, you know, yeah. Once you start to points, see whether whether philanthropy lies, you yep. know what I mean?
1: That's for uh, sure, for know, sure. I, especially with something like you guys, that's. Kudos to those companies. So, uh,
2: yes. And and to to give you another idea, I mean, you know how I feel about our military, and and I'm definitely USA all the way. Sure. Uh, But sometimes, you know, we've had conversations until I was blue in the face with American-made crossbow manufacturers and didn't want to listen to our story. Yeah. And then you got somebody like Raven that took me a year, and I come back, and I was like, well, I said – the guy, finally get to meet the vice president. He's like, I, he goes, I love your story. I said, well, I told it last year. And he goes, to who? I said, that gentleman over there. Okay, we'll take care of that. Yeah. Because you know, I, I came out and said, I'll buy 30 crossbows for, from you. I'm pretty sure if I buy 30, I'm probably one of your top. Top buyers. Top yeah. buyers. You're, you know, you're, other up, than, you're out other buying than, dealers. Other than your big wholesalers and, and stuff yeah. like that, retailers. But for your mom and pop type bow shops which is Mm -hmm. probably 90 percent of your business i'm probably one of the top
0: ones they're buying 10 to 12 maybe yeah
2: and that's it even big guys like
1: cabela's gander like these bigger companies they're they they are not authorized to be well they can't become authorized dealers so a lot of these archery companies these gun companies you can't buy their top of the line stuff unless you're an authorized dealer and that's how they keep those mom and pops going they keep those buyers groups alive you know what i mean so um, you know you, you might not you might be able to buy technically a raven crossbow at Dick Sporting because nah, I don't know if you can or not. I'm just using it as, a, as right. an example. Um, but you're not gonna be able to get their top of the line stuff because Hoyt's the same way, Matthews, right. uh, bear archery. I mean yeah. you can buy a bear archery bow at Gander Mountain, but you're gonna get their you know, pedestrian, I guess is the best way to mm-hmm. phrase it. They're, they're, that model. You're not going to get through arenas, that kind of stuff. You're going to have to buy those at a, an authorized dealer. So, and,
2: and that's how we looked at Bear. I mean, that's that's legendary. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's that's the original.
1: And that's it. Fred Bear, their, I mean, that's the name in archery. Their no values question. are based mm-hmm. around family. Sure. Yep.
2: And it was like it was a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you sit there and you talk to them and how they supported us and. I mean, it, it, it's amazing that community, if you get to the right person and they mm-hmm. feel your story. And sure. and I'm pretty sure you can tell my passion because I won't shut up half the time. Right, right. Uh, but well, it's you're one, in the right place. But it's one yeah. of those <laughs> things where it's like, True. you know, finally, you got these people that listen to you. And you got Raven that comes back. And they're one of the hottest crossbows in the market. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I wanted it. Yeah. Because we go top of the line. Yeah. You know? And and next thing you know, here we are. We're, we're buying cheaper than cabela's yeah you know and, yeah. and it's and it's one of those things where they you don't have to buy 30 you got you buy two and we'll pick up the freight yeah but now like this year i mean we gave away at the event four of them yeah um yeah four, it allows four us to buy packages, it a lot
1: not just the crossbow crossbow yeah.
2: package yeah, yeah, package. yeah they right. make a hell of a product and now, what happens is, and how we support them and Bear Archery, if we have another organization that wants to have a fundraiser for us, and they want to have a bow, or they want to have a crossbow, or they want to have fillet knives, or they want to have certain items, right. it has to be a Raven crossbow, a Bear compound bow, Dexter knife. It has to be the official products of the One Wish Foundation. That's how we support them. Sure. So if they want to have it, they have to buy it through us, and then we'll give it to them yeah. to use to raise money for us. Sure, sure. You know, or we give that to them, and it, it all comes the same same way. Right. Um, but that's what has made us take a step higher and start putting more money towards the ranch. Right. Is because of these relationships with these sponsors, and God bless them because it, it has helped out dramatically. I mean. You go and buy a crossbow at half of what you used to. Right. That means you're making a lot a lot more money, especially if we give three or four away. Right, right. When we do an auction when I do when we do our auctions. So it makes a huge difference.
1: No question. No question. So those
2: relationships are, are precious for us. Oh, right? no yeah. doubt.
1: No doubt. You know, and, and to have you know, companies of that caliber in your corner. Oh hell yeah. That's a that's a good advantage. It's a great advantage. Yeah. So that's fantastic.
2: It looks, it looks good. It really does. Yeah. And it, it just shows that we're not messing around.
1: Well, then that's it. it. It I don't want to say it adds legitimacy to it, but it definitely adds a little bit of clout to it, yeah. if that makes
2: sense. You know what I mean? Oh, so. sure. Because now it's nice. You go up to the next thing. I mean, who, who do we want to go? What product are we interested in now? And by the way, we deal with bang, 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 bang. Right. Mm-hmm. Of like, course. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, we're missing out here. Now we have to. Now, now we have to listen. You know, yeah, what I mean? before yeah, yeah. it yeah. was like, yeah, they listen. They, you know, you're at a trade show, they listen, and then you, you, you turn around, you see your card go into the circular file. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. you know, and it's because they just didn't pay attention. Sure. Yeah. You know, until you get somebody to pay attention and feel what we're doing, mm-hmm. it takes sometimes. Sometimes the relationships take a little bit, but once you got it, yeah, it's going to be a long-term relationship.
1: Do you guys yeah. spend any time down at the Harrisburg show at all? Have you been down there yet?
2: We have. Um, we go down to see some of our sponsors. Okay. Um, it, it, for us, we go to the Archery Trade Association show. Okay. Very good. That's um, probably a
1: better bet for you for your for yeah, your
2: goals. Yeah, I mean the Harrisburg shows. It's a long show. Indeed, and, it is. And the decision makers are not there. Fair enough. Right. Okay, so we have to go to the Archery Trade Association show because. That's where the hottest new products are coming out. Mm -hmm. Right, high brass is in full attendance. Sure. Okay, and that's where we get our uh, our possibilities.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. No. Good. We used to go.
2: We used to go to shot show too.
1: Okay. Shot Uh, show. That was my my next question, actually.
2: Shot (laughs) SHOT show's a. That's uh. That's different. different, That's. that's You just got to change the O to an I,
1: and you got yourself a winner. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's that's a different world. I mean. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. I. That's big dollars.
2: Yeah, And I, I, I went there for three years, and I was told that I should have went for five. Yeah. It, it pays to be tall and ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people take notice, to you, to take notice of you. Especially when you can tell a story. And um, the difference between the SHOT show and the ATA show is it was like family. Yeah. They actually would sit there and listen and really want to know. It's laid back. It's more laid back shot okay. shows in Vegas it's all yep. this yeah. glitter and glam and a lot of know.
0: Instagram influencers yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but you go you <laughs> go Justin back McKinney's out to the a- AR15s you go to ATA it's you know it's real people yeah and i i if it was up to me i'd only archery hunt every once yeah. in a while I'd take a gun out I love archery hunting. That's I mean, our, we're kind like, of in like the same home. boat. Yeah, that's we're our We're not thing. opposed to rifle
1: hunting by any means, but yeah. our our bread and butters is the archery stand. Yeah, I
0: still take a couple of buddies every year with the mm-hmm. the rifle to shoot a doe, and that's it. Last season. that's pretty much the only time I'll shoot a shoot a deer with the rifle is during doe season. have Some
1: doe tags, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but that's a great way to do it. I mean, yeah. you had a new guy, you just introduced a new hunter last year. Yep, I introduced a new hunter, adult hunters. Like these are like guys who are like, all right, listen, I didn't grow up in a hunting family. Mm-hmm. I don't know the first thing about it, but I'm I'm interested, you know. And a lot of that stemmed from the podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like AJ, yeah. your buddy AJ. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that stemmed from the podcast or not, but I started my buddy Billy. Bit. You know, yeah. he, he was interested in it. So I started tagging him in our little videos and our podcast stuff. And he's like, I really want to try this out. The good thing is I've been doing this as long as I have. I've got extra everything. I've got extra camo. I've got extra boots. I've got mm. extra rifles. I've got you name it. All you got to do is get your Show hunter safety up. course. And that was more of a test than anything, because you can get an adult, you know, mentor Mentor license. license, it was more of a test, because I've had a lot of people in the past go, you know what, I want to go hunting. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this is what I need you to do. Did you ever get around to that? Well, no. No. I I never get around to it. Okay, well, obviously you don't want to go. So Mm -hmm. I told my buddy Bill, I said, well, I'm going to need you to do your hunter safety course, because the nice thing is you can do it online now. Mm -hmm. You don't got to go to a class, you can just go online, you register, now if you're a kid, I think you have to be. I think it's from 12 to 16. You have to do it in a classroom. Yes. Otherwise, parents would just be doing it for their kids yes. just to get it over with. Um, but you know, I said you should do your. You do your hunter safety course. You can do it online. It's not expensive. Go on, do it. Get it done, and then we'll we'll get it figured out. A couple of weeks went by, and he called me up. He's like, I got about three three units left. I'm almost done. I was like, All right, this dude's serious. So yeah. now I got to get serious and make sure this happens for him. So and then actually mark was kind enough to let us come up here behind his house and just sit uh, and then unfortunately lost both my good hunting properties i lost them both <laughs> within six months of each other this year so it happens around here man yeah. it's a bit of a flail you know I'm like what am i gonna do with this dude i'm gonna take him on state game lands here in pennsylvania you got a better chance of playing lottery sometimes yeah, right. but um yes yeah, so we came up we saw some deer which is nice but he didn't have a doe tag so we saw plenty of doe and we saw a small buck but he saw deer you know what I mean? And yeah. that was the exciting part for him. And you could definitely see his demeanor change when you see that movement coming through the brush, you know? Yep. And uh, so it was pretty cool. It was a good day. And then, unfortunately, it was a very, very cold day, and he froze his literal ass off. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. It was probably still like taking a young kid. And, and it uh, was. It was you know, cool. Just to watch how they act. I mean, I've taken I've taken grown adults out, and it's like for the first time, you know? Yeah. You know, I do, I do a lot of bow fishing. Okay, cool. Nice. First time people go out, they're like, oh, what is this? And then next thing you know, we're on the boat to, and it's three o'clock in the morning and go, oh, we've got to get up for work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah we have to wrap it up. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. and, but you don't know where the time went because right. it's, yeah. it's fun. That's something we yeah. should do. I've never
1: done that. Have you done it? No. No, man. Looks we gotta like we got two. Yeah. We gotta got We're to find a, a guy in the area here. Because there, there's a lot of <laughs> guys is. that just get boats and they just do, like, you know, you go to the Susquehanna or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. so have to track somebody down. Yeah. That, that'd be something cool to do. Because I got a bow sitting in my attic I could set up to do it.
0: Yeah. I've got a couple.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got a couple. Everybody has them extra bows. I mean, yeah. it, that's it. All it takes is that reel. Yeah. Yeah and the right setup
1: I saw a dude making a- out of MS. a Pepsi bottle a soda bottle he made a whole fishing rig out of a yep. soda bottle Sprap and some twine yeah. yeah yeah I was like well psh, that's my style right there it's free <laughs> yeah. I got a couple And of you're actually he- da- right and now. you're
2: actually helping out the whole ecosystem too See now you yeah. you got invasive ev- ev- fish species out sure. there and as long as you're, you you know, know what you're doing why you're doing it um, it makes great fertilizer uh, they're not edible. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are... But what it's doing spent. is it's, it's it'll help the actual other fish that are sporting fish. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, what are you doing out there with the lights on at night? And don't? You'd be surprised on the Schuylkill down by us Yeah, how many carp Carbale. are in that river. It's incredible. You well, see you more do, carp than you see anything else. No kidding. The, yeah.
0: hard, the hardest thing is to... Get that message through to people that it's more than killing. Uh-huh. You know? Oh yeah, it is. And, it, and it's more than even just eating. Yeah, it, yeah that, I just had you know? a whole
1: African conversation yeah. a couple of days ago, and it's hard. It's a hard conversation to have, but and I'm not the probably not the best guy to have that conversation, but I was the only guy there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> passionate, passionate guy.
2: Listen, there, there's kid, bad, kid, there's kid bad eggs that's... in anything that yeah, you do that that yeah. put bad names out there. But if you're doing it for the right reason and you're not dumping the carp off, just you're just out there to to have your killing spree or whatever you want to call right, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you're out there. If you're actually out there doing it for the right reason, knowing that you're going to help the other fish species in this river, so that next time when you bring a kid over here and you want to catch some bass or something like that, or yeah. or, or other fish that are in there, it's going to be better off. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize. And as long as you don't dump it and pollute it, and you take your 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 game with you mm-hmm. and use it in a different way you grow your vegetables and, you know, in your garden and stuff like that, it, it helps. Sure. It really helps. Well,
1: I'll tell you, you know, one thing you do need is a lot of lights for that kind of thing. So I say we just stand on top of your truck. Stand on top of the truck. Well, just just drive you do it that. down the river. We can do that. <laughs> we, we can do that, that. that
0: truck looks like it, it might be like an aquatic exploring vehicle. <laughs> like, does it have a snorkel on it?
2: Oh, uh, well, no, I didn't Not go yet. that far. I'm, I'm getting older, so I, I didn't elevate it as much as most people would like it looked pretty elevated
0: <laughs> actually it's not
2: there's not <laughs> yeah, i put a let's put it this way i put a leveling kit on which took the front up about an inch and a half but then i put that bumper on it and that took it down an inch and a quarter yeah so really it. it didn't do anything to yeah it.
0: all right hey, it looks, mine is cool up like truck. F- mine's up like four inches and it looked just as high as mine then again it is a 350 yeah that's a yeah. little different
1: yeah this is not the lift kit you were looking for. The little <laughs> Jedi mind trick on the, the Ford.
2: But no, I got, it definitely turned some heads. I'll tell you yeah.
1: Well, it draws some attention, no doubt, because you got it all kind of decked out with the One Wish wrap and everything. So
2: Eric thought they were looking at him the whole whole way up See here. See that? But actually, I had to break it to him and tell him that it's, <laughs> it's the wrap, buddy. <laughs>
1: You get those window covers with the hot chick. You ever see those? You roll the window up, and it's a hot chick. And you roll it down.
2: And this is my to secretary. To this
1: is what you got.
2: <laughs> you roll it up, it's Eric. That's good stuff, man. That's okay, buddy. I'm just kidding. You, you've got a face for podcasts. Right. Yeah, well, we we're gotta we're have to wrap them all <laughs> yeah. soon.
1: Well, listen, man. We really appreciate yeah. you guys coming. It was an did. awesome you time. Came, you came a long way to come see us today, and it, it's you know truly appreciated. Uh, and you know we're we're happy to do anything we can to help spread your message around because yeah for um, sure you know it's it's something that we, we feel pretty strongly about is is giving back and and making sure that we shine a positive light on what we do it's not a, just a bunch of beer swilling rednecks out there killing stuff we keep the beer swilling indoors yeah uh,
3: while we podcast yeah <laughs> no hey we we appreciate the you know the the talk Jared hasn't told the story for probably four or five days, so he's. Uh, <laughs> he's nah, it was it was awesome. I think
0: people are going to appreciate the, uh, the, the our, a different voice on the podcast and, and some some different stories because
3: no, we can tend it. to repeat yeah, ourselves. We, we can give out Jared's cell phone number if they want to hear the rest of it. Right? <laughs> that's that's yeah. Take hey, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of
2: our most of our stuff's going to be on Facebook at yeah. One Wish Foundation. Yeah. Uh, we do have a website. Um I'm not too fluent in keeping up with it, so we're in the process of trying to get somebody to redo that for us. Gotcha. Uh we got a great guy. Our ambassador, T J Beb, handles a lot of our posts on our Facebook posts. Yeah, he's a pretty interesting posts. character. Uh
1: how did you how did you come across T J
2: Well I was back in when I first started, I was at a basketball game, watching my son play at for Ole Valley High School and my phone keeps ringing, and you know it's annoying inside of a small gym, and everybody's looking at you. And I finally went outside at halftime and called a couple of people back to call me. They're like, "You got? We sent you a song that this guy who was from around here is now in Nashville trying to become a country music um, superstar down there, and he wrote a song. He wrote a theme song. So I'm sitting out in the parking lot, and I'm crying like a little schoolgirl." I come in my wife thinks the worst like what happened you know something happened i'm like no here's my phone go outside yeah listen well, to i'd this. say you
1: leave to take a phone call you come back teary right? that's not usually a good yeah. sign no
2: and, and it's he took my words uh, and, and did our theme song and he's been my brother ever since um something that you know it's amazing what brings people together and he's got a tattoo of our of our logo on his calf and uh, if you go on and you, you see TJ Beb, I mean, he's got inspiration quotes every single day. Yeah, I,
1: that's one thing I get a kick out of. Is he, I always see him every day. He's got some kind of cool little inspirational post up there about just being a good human, So, which pretty much tells you all you need to know about him being yeah. a good human. Yeah, he just needed,
2: <laughs> to be honest with you, he's probably got three or four songs that should be playing on the radio right now. He just, he needed that one person to hear it, mm. the right person, and he's back from nashville now he moved back this way uh so he's he's becoming a, a very important part being our ambassador because the guy could talk to anybody yeah yeah big you personality know. for sure yeah, yeah. good deal but well how can
1: everybody else track you down so m- mostly facebook mostly One facebook Wich foundation
2: uh, or the website uh, mm-hmm. onewishfoundation.org um or if you want my phone number out go ahead and try. well i don't know man I don't know. To, yeah. use a little
1: restraint there I'll, I'll get uh, yes. most of the people who listen to us are good solid individuals <laughs> but we get that one that slips through every now and again you know y-
0: you know how it is you yep. get 100
1: so. people in a room one of them's going to be an asshole so yeah. i think the
2: i think the most important <laughs> yeah. there's only four people in the room yeah. i, I well. think the most important thing is to to tell your listeners and your supporters out there that there are people out here that are doing these type of things yeah. Um, if you have anybody that you know that could utilize our services, if there's kids out there um, that you know that it could be family members, could be your own son or daughter that are going through some hard times and they like the outdoors, um, please go online. There's an application they can print out. Um, print it out. Do yeah. me a favor. You know, we'll, we'll do whatever we can. We, we never get rid of an application. Um, for a simple reason is some are more, you know, geared to what we can do based on our relationships that we have. Uh, others may be more geared towards our ranch mm-hmm. when that's done. So every single one's available to, that will be able to utilize the ranch, but they're also able to come to our fishing rodeo. They were all invited to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things we never, we never lose touch and that's it. You know, even somebody, if
1: you're you're into hunting and fishing and the outdoors lifestyle, you're a fan of the podcast, but your, your niece or nephew might not be, this is your chance. Yeah. This is your chance to introduce them to something in a, in, a, in a really solid fashion. You know what I mean? And it's maybe something that not only the kid needs, but like you said, you guys are big into the family. So maybe that family needs something like this and they need a break. They need something to sway their way. So, uh, yeah, man, thank you guys again for coming up and seeing us and for doing what you do. Yeah. You know, this is a tremendous yeah. thing that you guys are involved with. I'm sure you might hear it. I hope you hear it more than you care to. Um, but, you know, we, we, we truly thank you guys for what you guys are doing, not only for the kids, but for, for the community and for what, you know, what we stand for and for the people who listen, what they stand for. And, uh, it's really a magnificent thing. So kudos to
2: you guys for sharing. Sure. Yeah. off. Thank yeah. you um, again. Like I said, we're, we're not healing. We've, there's a lot of organizations out there that they're doing some awesome things about trying to come up with cures, and I'm not about the cure. I'm about the here and now, and yeah, yeah. and what can we do to make a difference? And well,
1: there's room for both, no question. I, yep. th-
2: I think we're filling a, a void that a lot of people don't don't understand. Absolutely, I'd agree. And if I can, it doesn't matter. It's anything in your local communities. If you've got an opportunity to lend a helping hand. It's not all about the money. We, Everybody, all, our, all these organizations could use the dollar. That's what helps us continue. But I wanna make sure that everybody understands that time doesn't cost you anything. So if there's something that's in your local communities, get out and do something, make a difference. Yep. Because you don't know what you're doing and how much that means to somebody that don't have what you do right so if i can get more people to volunteer in, in their local communities this world will be a lot better place that's for damn sure amen to that brother. oh yeah
0: well we're not gonna say anything better than that so <laughs> so i think we, we're gonna have to wrap it up once again thank you guys for coming on i mean man it's it's been something else I, it, it's like i said like i'm not gonna say anything that's going to even rival that so they can you find at you at, yeah <laughs> find you at, at uh i'm going to post the link to your facebook and mm-hmm. and any other platform you want and uh we'll go from there and i, I think that we'll uh we'll probably see each other again i would awesome. imagine indeed so Indeed. Well, you're part,
2: you guys are part of the family now, like it or not. I like it. I like <laughs> Indeed, it. Indeed, i He's you. got your latitude like and longitude, so. That? That's yep. true. Yeah. That's true. He's got the link for comments. Plus, it looks server. like I can probably find a place to hunt up here. Which <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: absolutely. Everyone's welcome here. So, all right, let's wrap it up and right. uh, see you guys in episode 12. Thanks for listening.
4: Breaking your blind, breaking your blind, wrong rules.